This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. I mean, I'll tell you straight up, they're not going to the playoffs. This team is brutal. You know, I mean, maybe they get a wild card, but they're going to get blasted. It's not going to matter. I'm going to kill this team for however long we're on this thing. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. Welcome into the Arrowhead Addict podcast. It is our Chiefs post-game show. We have been miserable during the show before, but probably not as miserable as we are tonight. The Kansas City Chiefs with an absolute dumpster fire of a performance on offense, on defense, with coaching. It was absolutely terrible. We don't think they're a Super Bowl team, and we're not sure that they're a playoff team. Patrick Allen here with Matt Verderam. Verderam, it was ugly. Uh, yeah, it was uglier than me, and that's a, it's a high bar. Um, 38-20, it didn't feel that close. I don't know what you do with this, other than to say they stunk every possible way you could stink. They threw a pick six, which that was actually not Mahomes' fault. Tyreek Hill had the ball go right through his hands and get picked off. They fumbled on a kickoff return. They gave up a million yards. In fact, to be precise, they gave up 219 passing yards on seven completions in the first half of the game. Uh, they, They did not, I don't believe, did they sack Josh Allen once? I don't think so. I don't think they ever sacked him. I don't think so. In the last 11 quarters of football, excuse me, 13 quarters, 13 quarters of football, so the last three full games and the fourth quarter of the Baltimore game, the Chiefs offense, or the Chiefs as a whole, have 11 turnovers. They have forced zero. You have no chance when you play like that. You just have no chance. This is not, look, the defense sucks, and they are the long-term concern. But I'm not going to exonerate the offense in this game. They sucked every bit as much. You come out of a long weather delay. You're down 11. The defense gets off the field. They immediately three and out Buffalo. The Chiefs then go on the field and do absolutely nothing. They punt the ball back. It was second and two, by the way, and they couldn't pick up a first down. They punt the ball back. Buffalo gets some yardage but doesn't score, has to punt. The Chiefs throw a pick six. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what else to do. And, you know, by the way, I'm going to cut this off the pass. The first person is like, what about the Frank Clark penalty? Look, that was an awful call. Awful. Terrible. One of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life, okay? That being said, the call right before it was also awful that negated the Bills having the first down. 
So the calls to me evened out. Yes, it was a terrible call, but it, that's not why they lost this game. They had four more turnovers, and I got to say, Mahomes was hideous in this game. Terrible. Hideous. Yeah. Even beyond the picks. Look, one of the picks not on him, the other one was. He was awful. I mean, missed throw after missed throw. He had all day in the pocket. And this will bring me to my final thing. And then, Patrick, you go off, say whatever you want. This is also on the coaches in this game. It absolutely is. I am not one of these people, nor am I currently, who's like, fire Spags and fire Randy. I'm not. We're not going there. I'm not going there at any point this season. But when a team is playing you the way every team has played the Chiefs now all year long, two safeties back, keep everything in front of them, the Chiefs have this weird thing about like they refuse to concede to that. And they're like, no, we're still going to do what we want to do. No, you're not going to do what you want to do. Teams are not going to let you play offense the way you played it two and three years ago. And until they get it through their skull that they can't do that, they're going to lose. The Chiefs ran the ball tonight for 5.2 yards in attempt. Now, a lot of that was Mahomes, okay? But they ran the ball at a decent clip early in the game. I'm not sitting here saying it should be a running team, but yes, when a team's in too high, I don't care what some nerd tells you in analytics, sometimes you have to run the ball. You've got to get teams out of it. And by the way, it can be an extension of the run game. It can be a quick throw. It can be a little push pass behind the line. But you have to be able to generate positive yardage. And they find themselves far too often these second and third and longs, and Mahomes has to be a magic show. And tonight, he stunk, and they stunk. And they're two and three. They're not going to get a one seed. That's not happening. They're very lucky if they win the division at the rate they're going. Yeah, it was terrible. And well, obviously, we'll talk about the defense. But on offense, you know, and I disagree with you. I don't think they were running the ball well in this game. Yeah, when you look at it, you you know, you look at everything, you see the five point two. That's because Mahomes rushed eight times for sixty one right. yards. He got seven point six average. Now, Darrell Williams he made the most of his carries. He got average five point four yards per carry on uh, twenty seven yards on five carries. Right. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, before he got hurt in this game, and we hope he's okay, was not good. Seven carries, nice 13 terrible. yards, 1.9 yards per carry. And if you're watching, and we talked about this on the podcast last week, I said, you know, I'd like to see a little bit more burst with him. He's just not there. He like, looks he has slow. No speed. He has no there speed. Were, I think when it, when it, maybe it was his first handoff of the game, There was you could have driven a Mack truck through the hole. And yeah, he, he, got, he got like a four or five-yard yeah. gain or something. Yeah. It was... He just didn't go, and, and and I don't like I don't get it. I, I've, we've seen him run better than that. I don't know if it's a mental thing, but like, you know what? I mean, if he's if he's injured, we're gonna see it anyway. But I think at this point, I know he had a couple of good games. I think you've got to consider trotting Daryl Williams out there and letting him start and just seeing what he can do, or give the ball to Jarek McKinnon because they're not the Chiefs. Here's what's happening. When they do do what you're saying, and they were trying early in the game to run the ball against those four-man fronts, they're only getting a couple yards, three, four yards. They're not gashing these teams like they should be. And then if they don't execute perfectly on third down, they're punting, right? And the offense has not been, they have not been sharp all season long. Mahomes hasn't been sharp. He's throwing balls in the dirt. He's holding on to the football too long. And they're not using, they're not throwing any swing passes. They're not throwing to the running back. And so they're disjointed. And then you, you throw that in a shit stew of 
the defense can't stop anybody. So you think you've got to score on every play. And then you, you get exact. I think tonight offensively for the Chiefs was the culmination of everything that has, has happened this season so far. It was the buildup of the defense of, of last week. Matt Connor making the excellent point that the Chiefs were like historically efficient on offense and they had to be to beat the Eagles. And this is the result of that. This is what's going to happen. Mahomes isn't playing loose. He's playing tight. That's why he's throwing the ball in the dirt. That's why he's he's holding on to the football too long. It's because he's thinking about trying to make the big play every time instead of just having fun and moving the team down the field. And I blame that on the defense. I mean, it's it's a whole potpourri of things. But look, you look at I mean, sometimes stats do just tell you the answer to the game. The Bills have 436 yards of offense. They averaged eight yards a play. Eight yards. That's impossible. Like if you're averaging more than like six and a half, seven, you're ridiculous. Eight yards. And they had 10 penalties for 103 yards and still boat raced to Chiefs. Made no difference. Look, it's easy to sit there and be, frankly, boring and predictable and just go, well, Dan Sorensen stinks. Why don't they replace him? Well, Nick Bolton can't cover. Why can't they replace him? Why? Because nobody else is better on the team. I got news for you guys. Juan Thornhill played a lot tonight. He stunk. Okay? Yep. He stunk. Like, and, and by the way, I'm not defending Dan Sorensen. He's awful. I tweeted out tonight he should have retired in the middle of the fourth quarter after his 80th missed tackle. Like, I'm not I'm not defending Dan Sorensen. But this idea that the, the Chiefs should just all of a sudden go, oh, well, why don't they just fix it? Well, no shit. I mean, if they could just fix it, they would do it. And and look, Brett Veach, I think overall has done a very nice job to team. Hell, he's won a Super Bowl with him. And people can say, well, you know, he inherited Mahomes. Well, he was a huge part of the reason they drafted Mahomes. Okay. And he built that defense from scratch, essentially, the year they won the Super Bowl. And guess what? He's going to have to do it again. But he does wear some of this. And I think he would probably be the first one to tell you if he had a weekly press conference. The reality is they have missed on some of their draft picks. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not a first-round pick. Okay? I can tell you right now, it's in five games, Nick Bolton's not going to be worth a second-round pick. He's not going to be worth that. He can't move. You can't draft a linebacker in the second round, can't move. Willie Gay now, he can move. Maybe he ends up justifying the pick too early to say, where was he? I feel like the first half of the game, he didn't play. The second half of the game, he played more. People are going to want to sit here and, and say, well, bench this guy and get rid of this guy and fire that guy. Guys, it's not, you're not fixing this by doing that. You're fixing this in the offseason. I hate to tell people, and I'll, be the, I'll throw them up my hand and say it. I thought the Chiefs were going to win this game because I thought with their championship pedigree, they would come out, they'd play a really, really focused, clean game. They did anything but that. They, they made a million mistakes early and scored and gave up 24 points. I mean, in and offensively, early in the game, Mahomes misses Kelsey for a wide-open touchdown. I mean, that would have been a 70-yard touchdown. They would have been off and running, 7 nothing plays, misses them, misses them by 10 effing yards. Later in the drive, they get in the red zone. We talked about on the show, I've talked about it a million times this week, I feel like on radio and YouTube and whatever else. Red zone, got to win the red zone. Mahomes makes a great throw on third down. He'll, he'll literally hits him in his face, drops the ball at the five-yard line. Like, you are not going to beat good teams like this. And they, they don't seem to get that. It's like this mentality of, well, we'll just, we'll just overwhelm teams. No, you won't. You won't because your defense sucks. And I don't care who you are. If you're turning the ball over three, four times a game, you're going home. But that's what's going to happen. They got boat raced tonight by a better, more disciplined, deeper football team who went to Kansas City and kicked their ass up and down the field for 60 minutes. Yeah, 38 to 20. I think my prediction heading into the game was was 42 to 35 Bills. And we laughed about 
how many points that was. I guess I was wrong. You should have gone with the under there. But I was mainly wrong about how many points the Chiefs would score. Only 20. Uh, just absolutely terrible. Hey, listen, there's a ton of you out there watching this, um, and, and we feel you. It sucks. We're angry. So we hope this gives you a little bit of therapy. We appreciate you coming to the show. If you haven't subscribed to this YouTube channel yet, please do just hit the subscribe button and hit the like button on this stream as well. It'll help get the word out to more angry Chiefs fans who are, who are on YouTube right now or out there on Twitter and who want to complain a little bit about where the team is at right now. Let's get to you guys because you, you're awesome. You're out there. You're watching us. It's friggin midnight central time there's over 200 of you live so we appreciate you i see my guy lawrence george out there uh patrick on is much sexier than he was 10 years ago i think that's debatable i think i think that's debatable i think my wife would even agree that that's debatable um let's let's just come in we're just going to kind of dive in and get to a lot of you guys tonight i think so uh, Casey Chiefs 58 says too much offense, no defense. I think it was just too much shitty football, to be perfectly honest with you. Let's see. Somebody asked, oh, yeah, Brian C asked Verderan, maybe a dumb question, but is, uh, is Brett Reed going prison affecting Andy's ability to prepare this team? You know what? I gotta be honest. I just can't go there. I have no idea. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, but it shouldn't. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I look, I, I don't know what Brett Reed, what Brett Reed, what's going on there in terms of, of how that's going to end up playing out legally. All I can say is this. I, I can't, I can't go there with that. I'm not saying it's a bad question or anything like that. I just can't go there. I don't know Andy Reed personally. I'm not with him every day. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is their defense got old and terrible and their offense is just completely out of sync. Like, even though they've been scoring a ton of points, we've talked about it. It's it's a high flying act every week, and it's almost, it has to be. But the turnovers are just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it. It feels like they just don't focus. They're out of control. They're trying to do too much. I think this is a. I think offensively, it's a matter of executing. I think offensively, obviously they have the talent. Defensively, they just don't have talent. This this team, I would be willing to bet that of the eleven stars, I bet you seven of them are gone after this year. Yeah, it's and and somebody asked in the in the chat, uh, is this fixable this year? I think you kind of already addressed this for him. You don't think it is? I don't think so. Not the, uh, offensively, sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's fixable by Sunday. Uh, it, this defense is not fixable. Now you can mitigate certain things, but you know it's everything right now. They can't stop the run. They can't get pressure. They can't tackle. They make up for it by not being able to run. They can't cover anybody. I mean, you know, I, look, I, I hate to. I feel like I'm just picking on them like crazy, but it is what it is. Like we, we're honest about what we see here. Okay. We're not, we're not one of these shows that pulls punches and it is what it is. Dan Sorensen got destroyed tonight. The bills clearly wanted to go after him. And I thought it was really telling. I give the bills a lot of credit for this. Typically they don't throw to Dawson Knox that much outside the red zone. They typically don't throw to their backs. This game, they just sat there and said, we're going to throw to him. We're going to throw to the backs. We're gonna, there was one play. Patrick, I'm sure you'll remember this. I'm sure most of the people listening will remember this. I think it was the first, might have been the second quarter, definitely the first half. They threw a pass, I believe it was to Zach Moss in the middle of the field, right around midfield. And Anthony Hitchens was just running away but, from the other way. Yeah, like, he was where running the fuck away. Where was he going? Like he was going to block where for Where was him. he going? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, there is no logical explanation for what the hell he was doing. Like, I don't know. That was like, remember the play years ago in D Ford as a rookie and the Niners ran the ball at him and he just started running yeah. the other direction? Like, yeah, that was confused. as bad as that. Like, what in God's name was that? I don't know. Like, there's there's nothing you can say to me. There was another play where Colin Saunders actually a touchdown play to uh, 
what was it, the Sanders deep down the field? There's another play where Colin Saunders got past the guard and then just turn around and just starts running. Like, I think he thought it was a screen, but it's like, what are you doing? What? I, that's the kind of stuff. The only time we heard Frank Clark's name the entire game was that roughing the passer penalty. Which, granted, it was a terrible yeah. penalty, but it's literally the only time we heard from a guy yeah. who's making $28 million. Yeah. I think you can mitigate some of this, but you can't fix this. You can't fix this. They're just not good. They're going to have to revamp it. Yeah. Alti grind says CEH is, is so damn slow. I hate to slander the guy because he's, you know, right now because right, he's hurt. Right. But, 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 you know, it, it, it's, it, yeah, you, you need more out of him. I, I mean, what happens if, if you're facing this and, and you're, you've got Ezekiel Elliott back there or Alvin Kamara and he's going up there and it's four man boxes with a terrified, defense right the defenses are terrified of Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and that's why they're playing that way and look I wrote about this on the site today I really think that the Chiefs defense has stolen the team's mystique because previously right teams were they were afraid of the Chiefs offense and they were going into games thinking we've got to play perfectly on offense and we've got to catch a couple breaks on defense or we've no chance of hanging in this game and now Teams are coming to Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday Night Football, and they're like, yeah, I mean, we respect the Chiefs offense, but like they can't stop us. They're, the Chiefs defense is turning every offense they play into the Chiefs offense. Yeah. And so, and so the, they're yep. going for it on fourth down. They're going for it in their own, in their own side of the field. They don't give a shit because they know that they can't stop them. I mean, the, the, the time of possession, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me in the first half. The Chiefs dominated the time of possession. The Bills were like 11 minutes. Yeah. The the, the Bills didn't have any, they didn't have the ball. They were scoring so damn fast. They were going up and down the field and scoring in two minutes. In two minutes. And the Chiefs, meanwhile, are, now they have to. That's what they need to do is dink and dunk down the field, but then they don't execute. You got Mahomes missing a wide open Travis Kelsey. You settle for a field goal. You've got the turnovers. It, what, what, the Chiefs, with the boxes that they're getting, I honestly, this might sound crazy. They might consider trading for a running back. I'm serious because the boxes that they're getting, they should be ga- they should be gashing these teams. They I'll should be right gashing now. them. I'd call up the Texans and see what Philip Lindsay's doing. I mean, why not? They got a million backs. They stink. Look, you know what? I'll 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 go lightly on this because I look he's hurt I'm not going to sit here and, and kill a guy who's injured okay and, and I, I genuinely I of course hope he's he's fine and he comes back that was a nasty looking injury Darrell Williams is a better running back like point blank and they're not and, and they are not yeah, playing him they're not playing him because he's undrafted and because they drafted over a layer 32nd it's just like in Dallas right now Tony Pollard I think is the better running back than Zeke but Zeke's getting paid 90 million they're not going to take him off the field the Chiefs like a lot of teams are trying to prove a point they're trying to prove they didn't screw it up. Edwards Alaire is not a good running back. He's not like he's not terrible. I've seen guys are a lot worse, but he's not a good running back. With with the box counts they're facing, he should be destroying these teams. And and guys, it's not a matter of having holes opened up in front of him. They're killing teams up front. It doesn't matter. He can't run. Like there was one play they ran a little toss stretch, and Edmonds, who's a very good player, but like. Edmonds hit him three yards behind the line of scrimmage. He looked like he was running in mud. I mean, he just could look. And, and we've all been spoiled guys like Jamal Charles, but come on now. I mean, Spencer Ware had more burst than this. This is insane. And the other thing is sometimes the vision, it's like having Ray Charles in the backfield. Like, how many times are you going to run into your own offensive lineman's ass? I, I'll say this about Darrell Williams. He at least he, he makes a cut and he gets up the field. Right. He gets up the field. 
He catches the ball. He does, you know, he does the things you need them to do. He's not going to be a spectacular player, but a guy, you know, Collinsworth said something after the game or during the game, during the very end of the game, I thought was really interesting. I thought about this in the third quarter, and I, I don't know that I believe it, but I think it's worth a mention. He said, I wonder how much the Super Bowl loss has affected this team. And I don't think it has in the sense that it stopped them from being themselves offensively because they still are scoring a ton of points. I mean, even with tonight's disaster, they've been an offense that's averaging over 30 again. I do think, however, it crushed that, that shield of invincibility that they had where people, and I think they bought into the idea, you're not beating us. You're just not. We're going to find a way to win. And yes, a lot of injuries contributed to it. Tampa Bay crushed them on the biggest stage in the world for sports. Crushed them. I don't know that they've recovered from it. The Super Bowl hangover historically is a real thing. They are now two and three. Their next three games are Washington, Tennessee, and the Giants. It's it's crisis time now with this team. Like, they need to win these games. They need to win them. And they have to improve as they're winning them. Like, if they beat Washington 41-38, don't even waste my time with this crap. It doesn't matter. They... They need to improve as they win. Those are three teams that, frankly, especially Washington, they should beat those teams. And they're not getting a one, but they're two games back in the Chargers in their own division with the breaker right now to the Chargers. Now, of course, they can split it, but they're in danger of, like, they're going to be fighting for their lives just to get to the playoffs here. Yeah. Where they're at. We've got, a, we've got a question from Andrew C. And I was kind of thinking about this, too. He says, go back to the 2018 offensive philosophy. Throw the ball 70 times and hope the defense can keep them under 40 points. You know, I, I thought about that myself during the game. And I, I think the reason why that won't work is because in 2018, the Chiefs were kind of taking the league like they, they weren't ready for Mahomes. Right. Right. They, they didn't yep. know. They didn't know what was going on. That's why he threw like a million touchdowns, like especially early in the season. They were just like, oh, holy shit. Like they were trying to blitz him and stuff and he was just tearing them up. And it took some time for them to 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 figure out a good way to combat this offense. And what they have landed on is that this offense is not patient. And we've seen it, that they, that they can't be patient. And now the defense is trash. So whereas in 2018, they'd get in all these shootouts and, and defensive coordinators were, were still thinking that they could blitz Mahomes and rattle him and it's this young guy. Now they know they can't. And they're, and they're, and everybody is for the most part playing pretty disciplined football defensively against the Chiefs and it's working. And the Chiefs are not making these teams pay because they can't run the football and because they're not sharp. And if they have to do, if they have to do 17 play drives, guess what? They're gonna they're gonna fuck something up along the way. They're gonna have a turnover. Somebody's gonna fumble. A pass is gonna get batted in the air. Mahomes gonna throw it in the dirt, right? And 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 that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, they're still probably gonna score 30 points on most of these teams. But now with the defense, that's that's the magic recipe. And I don't know. I I really I don't know what the answer is because I think the only way to really help bail them out is for the defense to play better so that they can get a lead and the the Chiefs and the, the defenses can't play the Chiefs that way because they're running out of time. But that's not what's happening. What's not what is happening anymore. The Chiefs are almost always playing from behind. And we we talked about it on Thursday. I said, take the ball, go down the field, score a touchdown. What do they do? They scored a field goal and then immediately gave up a touchdown. They're playing from behind, played right into Buffalo's hands. Right now, they're just not good. Like, I know that's really idiotic analysis, they're not a good football team. If they weren't your favorite team, they weren't the Chiefs, if they were the Raiders, you'd be like, they suck. You'd be like, yeah, they're cute. They can score a lot of points. They suck. And this is, a listen, here's, 
Here's the good news. On a night where there's not a lot of it, they do have a lot of Hall of Fame caliber players on this team. They have a coach who, when he retires, will go to the Hall of Fame. They have a coordinator on the defensive side who's won two Super Bowls and been to three of them. And they have an offensive coordinator who everybody thinks should have been head coach two years ago. Okay, They are not run by idiots. They have a general manager also, by the way, who I know gets gets crap because they've missed some picks. And by the way, Veach deserves some heat for some of the picks they've made. Okay, You need to do better than Nick Bolton, and you need to do better than Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But Veach has also hit on a lot of picks and also brought in a lot of really good players. So I don't think Veach here is a problem. I don't think their coaching staff's the problem. The problem right now is guys aren't performing the way they should be performing. This offense, like at the end of the day, the players on the field are the ones turning the fucking ball over. Andy Reid's not doing it. I mean, can Marcus Kemp catch the ball? Can Tyreek Hill catch the ball? Can Patrick Mahomes stop throwing the ball right at some guy because he's panicked on third down? Come on. Now, now, I will say the coaches, it's on them to put him in the best position to succeed. And I felt like at times tonight, the Chiefs just kept trying to do what the Chiefs want to do. You know? And you mentioned it, Patrick. I thought you are spot on. Like in 2018, the league didn't know Mahomes yet. And I think a lot of teams said, okay, well, yeah, sure. You played great for X amount of games, but prove you can do it against us. There's a lot of ego and bravado in the NFL. And Mahomes, week in and week out, did it. And that started to change after that. You know, I remember the first game we saw that. The Lions did a lot of that. The other Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They played a ton of too high. They tried to force the Chiefs under the Now everybody does it. And guess what? Washington's going to do it because they're going to look at this film and go, that's the way to play them. You cannot let them get past us. You have to keep us in front. The Chiefs either have to figure out creative ways to combat it, or they finally have to just shut up and accept the fact that, yeah, you're going to go down the field in 10 and 12 play drives. That's what you're going to have to do. And to do that, it requires a high level of execution and concentration. You're not going to be able to do that when you're busy dropping the ball and taking a penalty and throwing a pass in the dirt. It should have been an eight-yard completion. I don't care how talented you are. You have no damn chance playing like that. And defensively, I think everybody thought Javon Reed was a great signing. I know. I talked to people around the league in personnel departments who thought he was one of the best signings of the offseason. Okay? Yeah, I remember. Yep. I mean – Nobody, look, Frank Clark has been disappointed. Nobody thought Frank Clark would literally be just a hood ornament on the outside. I mean, he is awful. Anthony Hitchens has fallen off a cliff. We Okay, Ben Neiman, we all knew couldn't play. Dan Sorensen has been limited at times. Dan Sorensen now is maybe the worst safety man. Like, it happens sometimes. Absolutely they've terrible. Fallen, they've He's fallen done. off a cliff. Yeah. And it, it happens. Like, it does happen. You know what, guys? Like, I get it. It's really disappointing, and they stink, and they deserve all the criticism, and I'm here to go through it with you. But the truth of it is, They've gone to two straight Super Bowls. It's not easy to go to three. It's not easy to go to one. Like, they're going to have to rebuild this defense. And in the meantime, score as many points as you can, clean up the turnovers, try to mitigate some of the things on this defense, and maybe you can win the division. But I think that's about the the length of it right now for this team until I see massive improvement. Yeah, and some more bad news out there. Uh, Obviously, Clyde... Is hurt his knee that we'll see overnight. Um, this is actually from a, a tweet from Pete Sweeney over at Arrowhead Pride. Tyree Kill hurt his knee and Joe Tooney fractured his hand. So that's great. That's what you're looking for in this new offensive line is an offensive lineman with a broken hand. Kelsey got a stinger. I really thought that like, they should have pulled the starters that last drive where Kelsey got hit. I was like, what are you doing? You're not winning this game. Someone's going to get hurt. The Bills are pissed. They hate the Chiefs. 
They're showboating. It was I didn't like the fact that they kept them in the game for so long. There's a troll in the in the in the chat. How does it feel to get figured out, Chiefs fans? I'm not sure. I'm not sure they got figured out. I mean, good for the Bills. They played well, but no, um, I mean, the, the Chiefs just the defense isn't any good. <laughs> like, they're not. No, nobody yeah. look. Nobody's figured that out. By the way, uh, uh, that person, God bless you. Enjoy it while yeah. while last. Congrats, I, yeah. But I mean, not, nobody's figuring out the, the, the Chiefs. Yeah, they keep turning the ball over, and their defense runs like me. That's what you figured out. Like I, I, I give the Bills a lot of credit. By the way, they played great tonight. But I don't think it's like one of these things. Where you go, oh my God! Well, there's no the Chiefs have to take what the what they're given, and they did a great job of it against Philly. And then I think it just turns into they they lose patience, and it is hard to be patient, but they have to be patient. You know, Tyron Matthew, we got a quote here uh, on Twitter from Nate Taylor. Uh, from over the athletic Tyron Matthew says uh, everybody in this league wants what we have all the success we've had teams are chasing that that glory you know on one hand I get what he's saying right the bills the bills the Ravens the Browns right yep. like all these teams these these contenders who were also Rams last year in the last couple of years to the Chiefs they all want it they're all gunning for Kansas City and and now there's blood in the water and they're all circling. And all the, the, you know, you know, people, it's been annoying over the last couple of years. People would throw out, Oh, the book is out on how to beat the Chiefs. And we would all kind of roll our eyes and be like, you know, that's, that's not true. Now, now it is. Now there is a book on how to beat this Chiefs team because this Chiefs team is very flawed. They're, I think, I mean, they are what their record says they are, right? They're a two and three team. I think as we get into the season, there'll be a couple games over 500 playing like they are now just because they're so, they have so much talent that they should be able to overwhelm some inferior teams. But when they play good teams, when they play teams like the the Ravens or you know they got lucky with the Browns, they should have lost that game, frankly. Yeah. Or the Bills, they don't have what it takes to keep up. And you know, I guess I guess it's glad I'm glad happening early in the season. You know that they didn't have a, a very easy slate. But I just I don't know, man. Like I don't know how they fix this- it. This isn't going to stop happening. Yeah. I hate to, I, look, I'm not trying to be like five the guys in here. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and just overreact for the sake of it. I know that's like the, the, the ratings thing to do. I'm being honest with all of you. They're not fixing this. I'm not saying they won't mildly improve it. They're not. Offensively, they can fix it. Offensively, they can absolutely fix it. They have the talent, they have the coach, and they can fix it. They're not fixing this defensively. The Packers are going to score 45 points. They can't stop. They're not going to get to Rodgers. Rodgers is going to throw 400 yards in that game. They're not going to stop him. They're not stopping Dallas when Dallas comes into Arrowhead. There's no way. The Chiefs can't get off the field. They can't. Now, maybe they can win one of those games. Maybe they'll just outscore them. Maybe they'll you know, win 45-35 or something like that. But they're not going to stop these teams. Now, look, when they when they play a team like the Giants, yeah, they'll, they'll win the game because they'll just, they'll just put up enough points and they'll get, you know, the, the Giants, like bad teams are bad teams for reasons. They'll make a mistake. They'll throw a pick, whatever. The Chiefs early in the year when they beat Cleveland, when they almost beat Baltimore, they were getting turnovers, at least from this defense. This defense is doing nothing. Nothing. I mean, I don't, I don't have it up in front of me. Maybe you do, Patrick. If you don't, it's fine. How many times did they win this game? I, I, was it more than three? I, I mean, I, it was insane. I don't know yeah. what you do. There's no, no magic elixir for eight. We're going to blitz. Okay, you can blitz more, which, by the way, I'd like to see them do. But guess what? Then you can't cover anybody. Like, there's yeah. a price to be paid for that. And by the way, I'll answer my own question. The Chiefs the Chiefs hit him one time in this game. <laughs> one yeah, time! They, and they were often not even close to him. 
Oh like my a lot God. of those dropbacks, there was he had space all over the place. He wasn't rattled one, at all. One time, <laughs> and how many times did he stand there for five seconds? I mean, it's just, it's it's a joke. Frank Clark and I had two tackles. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you do with that? What do you? There's nowhere to go with that. I normally would say there's nowhere to go but up, but he's he's not going up anyway. Right now, okay, and I, I want to make sure I'm right with this because I saw this year they didn't almost tweeted this out. I said, ah, it's just pile on at this point. So as of the end of the game tonight, okay, like I said, now obviously Clark has missed some time, whatever. Okay. He now has four tackles. So does Marcus Kemp. Wow. <laughs> wow. Marcus That's Kemp remarkable. has the same amount of tackles as Frank Clark this season. It's not uh, not the production you're looking for out of that no, contract. No, it is not. No, and, you know. And looking ahead for the Chiefs, uh, now they go on the road for two games, and good they're going to play. Uh, they're going to play a Washington team that they should be able to beat. But at this point, the, and look, make no bones about it. The way the Chiefs are playing, there's no easy games on their schedule. Nope, zero. I don't care if it's Washington. I don't care if it's the Giants. There are no easy games because when you're that bad on one side of the ball and when you fail to execute on offense, this is the NFL. You can lose to anybody. I think the best case scenario for the Chiefs looking ahead at their next few games is that they get a win in Washington. They very well could go to Tennessee and get their butts whooped because they got to go up against Derrick Henry and their softest Charmin on defense, right? So oh, he's you could see them. Yards. Yeah, yeah. You could. So, I could see them going into that November first game against the Giants at three and four. Beat the Giants. Great. You're even. You're four and four. You get creamed by the Packers. You're four and five. And then at that point, they've got to. They, they've got to get it together because then they play the Raiders. Cowboys team. Cowboys are going to score fifty points on this defense, but they've got all the rest of the rain. The whole second half of the, the the season is is their is their division, right? They're going to play the Raiders twice. They still got two games against Denver. They get another shot at the Chargers. If they've got a prayer of winning the division, it's probably going to be a late run where they and they they're probably going to need to win out in the division. Uh, you know, they got games against Pittsburgh Bengals. You know, they could beat those teams, but I, you know. It's it's bad. It's bad. And you would have thought that after the Super Bowl, they're going to fight back. Like, I think that's what we thought was going to happen. They got embarrassed. They're going to revenge tour. They're going to come out. They're on a mission. And revenge tour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the focus is not there. And they at this point, you have to you have to believe that their confidence is shaken. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. I mean, Tyron Matthew, after the game, according to Adam Teicher, the ESPN reporter, of course, he's a long-time reporter on the Chiefs, tweeted out, Chiefs seem at a loss to explain how bad things, or things are so bad defensively. Quote, I don't know what it is, Tyron Matthew said. We've just got to find a way to stop the bleeding. That's great. That's what you want to hear out of your defensive leader. I don't know what the problem is. We just suck. Um, you're right, though, man. There are no easy games with this defense. This defense is going to make every game hard. Every... Taylor Heineke is absolutely throwing for 300 yards next week. He's going to do it. McLaurin's going to go for 120, and Antonio Gibson's going to run. And, the and now if Tooney's out, like that's a big loss. He's never missed a game in his career. Now, he's got a broken hand, fractured hand. Sometimes guys can play with it. Sometimes they can. It probably depends on the fracture. You know, Hill is the knee, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, and, I, and a fool assumes, but I would think he played the whole game right to the end. I'm guessing he's okay. 
Um, you know, Kelsey with a stinger, as long as he doesn't have a concussion, he should be okay. This team, nothing's coming easy for this team. And, you know, I don't, I, I am not always one for a whole lot of like pep talks and we got to, you know, you got to get in there. Not, I'm not in pro sports In high school sports, sure. College, maybe. I really think at some point, somebody has got to stand up in that room and just say, look, enough of this shit. This is ridiculous. And you know, like, I'll give, look, this is a history lesson, but it's, I, I find it interesting. Years and years and years ago, the Baltimore Colts, Baltimore Colts were a Super Bowl favorite, 1970, really good team. They weren't playing up to standard. They were, they were just getting by. And Mike Curtis, whose nickname was Mad Dog, was a great linebacker, just a notch ball being a Hall of Fame player, addressed the team in the locker room after one of their later season games and said, look, if you don't do your job, I'm going to personally kick your ass. I've, I've had it with this. Like, I'll find you and I'll kick your ass. The Chiefs need somebody who's going to stand up. The, the problem is I don't know who the hell it is. Mahomes can't say it. He's been terrible. The defense, is there anyone on that defense who can say it? They're all terrible. Yeah. I, I mean, I, So I don't know who's going to say it. Maybe it's Kelsey. Maybe it's Tyreek Hill. You know, maybe it's one of the offensive linemen. I, I, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. But somebody has to stand up and just say, oh, enough. This is insane how bad this is. I mean, what are we doing? This team on a bad day should beat just about anybody in football. Even with its defense. Like, they should be able to do enough with the talent that they have. And it's just non-existent. I mean, it's just completely, completely non-existent. And frankly, at times, I feel like they're just they're not focused. It just seems like they don't care. It's, it's very bizarre. Yeah, and, and I think I, we'll leave you with this. I think we have to, as fans, we just got to rearrange our, our perspective, right? And we talked about last week the bar that we have for this team when we were really mad at them, even though they beat the Eagles, and we were mad at how they played. And I said, look, it's just different now. They have Patrick Mahomes. It's Super Bowl or bust. And and that's the standard that we have. Yep. It's it's not like, I mean, it should be Super Bowl or bust. You've got Mahomes. You need to make the most of his prime. But I think as a fan base now, we all need to take a step back, take a deep breath, look at the reality of the situation and say, you know what? Like what we're, what we're expecting when we go into next week's game should not be the Chiefs to cream the Washington football team. We should be looking for small incremental improvements. Because, and, and especially in the young guys, right? Willie Gay gets extended playing time. How does that work out? How does Legereus Sneed look? You know, those types of things. How do the backup running backs look if Clyde can't go? Because there's a change that has to happen. And I think we said it multiple times throughout this podcast, it's probably not going to fully happen this year. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Teams start slow, figure it out. The talent is here for something like that to happen, but we're five games into the season. We've got to stop expecting it to happen. It's it's probably not going to make watching the games feel any better, but you know you, you might get a little less angry. I think if you go in and you're just like, "Yeah, we stink." Okay, like make peace with that. They're not good. They're a 500 football team with a with a really great quarterback and a few Hall of Famers on offense, but they are fatally flawed. And until they fix it, and it's got to come from within this is what we're going to be getting on a weekly basis. Yeah. I mean, right now, and I saw somebody tweet this, Michael Salfino, um, last week. They're like the 80s Dolphins with Marino, where it's just, he's amazing. They win seven games because the defense sucks and they've got two really good receivers in Duper and Clayton, but like the rest of the team's terrible. And it just doesn't matter. That team had a Hall of Fame coach, a Hall of Fame quarterback, two great weapons, a pretty good offensive line that couldn't win anything. 
Could have won anything after they lost in the Super Bowl to the Niners. They went to the AFC title game after that in 85. They got upset by New England. They did not even make the playoffs again until 1990, where they actually beat the Chiefs, and they got boat raced by Buffalo. That was it. They got back to one AFC title game in the next 15 years. And the Chiefs, look, I, I'm not saying that that's going to happen to Kansas City. But what I am saying, and I wrote this in my column that's going to go up Monday morning here on Fans of Action in about six hours. The Chiefs, if you had to bet, who's going to make the most Super Bowls out of the AFC over the next decade, you would probably bet on Kansas City. But if you had to bet on who's going to make it right now, this year, I would bet on about three or four teams before I bet on Kansas City. This is not a quick fix. This is not going to be something that all of a sudden in Washington they figure out. This is going to be like Patrick, you said, this has to be, if they do fix it, an incremental, hey, one thing at a time, get this right, get that right. I am of the opinion, I do not think they can fix it this season. I think offensively they'll be fine. I think they will stop turning the ball over. I do not think they're fixing this defense. And I think the I think the ceiling for this team with the way it's playing defensively is to win about 10 or 11 games and be a wild card team because I think the Chargers are better than them. I do. Right now, I think the Chargers are right a better now. football team. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, how, how could they not be? I, yeah. I don't, and by the way, I don't think the Chargers are more talented, but they're better than them because the Chargers aren't turning the ball over six times a game. And the Chargers aren't making all the ridiculous mistakes the Chiefs are making. They're not. So, look, the good news is you've got 12 games left and a lot of talent on this roster. The bad news is, would I be shocked if this team's 2-5 and five the next time they play at home? No, because they can't stop anybody. And it's just killing yeah. them. Yeah, it's bad. All right, everybody. Um, we're exhausted. We've both been working all day long. Um, thank you so much for checking out the stream. Make sure you hit that subscribe button before you leave. Make sure you hit the little thumbs up button, even though uh, we're all feeling pretty thumbs down right now. We really appreciate you. And we're going to be here for you throughout the season, uh, conducting some therapy sessions, hopefully celebrating some more wins. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with our preview of the Washington football team and uh, game. And, um, and then, of course, we'll be back every uh every post game show with a, a breakdown of the really bad defense uh any parting thoughts for everybody Verderam? take solace in the fact that it's only been five games but also be scared that there's 12 more to go there's 12 more to go yeah steve spagnolo steve spagnolo's wild ride it's uh it's been a scary october so far let's let's hope the chiefs can find a little magic the rest of the way for matt Verderam, my name is patrick allen Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on Thursday. And as always, go Chiefs. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.